Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about the future of computing. Will they involve mushrooms? Will it involve quantum mechanics and how it's going to change all of our lives and very soon? We're going to start by talking about some effective ways to get better sleep and also how many spaces you should leave after a period. Uh. And that's on that I said period. <laughs> um, very contentious and classic Milo would join this week so it's sleep again. You'll be you'll be excited about it, especially. Ooh. Uh, what's Ooh. up? What? <laughs> what? What? You're looking at me crazy. Oh my god! You're looking deep into my <laughs> eyes. What are you trying to tell me? You're trying to tell me something. <laughs> it's go. Say whatever you want to say. I haven't. Uh, we haven't seen each other all week, which is why there's such a pep in our step. Oh, is there? <laughs> Is that why? I don't know. I'm like you're looking. I'm like, well, you're looking at me in the eyes, and I'm like, I haven't no, you're seen right. those eyes. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been all week. It's been two days. Oh, really? <laughs> that feels like a full week to us because I felt every waking so second together. Independent. I was waltzing down Queen Street. Got a new pair of glasses. Hitting my vape pen with weed. I'm not crazy. I'm not vaping without weed. Okay. As if that's that much better <laughs> for you in any way. Buying my paintbrushes, painting, cooking, walking the dog. I'm an independent man. <laughs> this is how I know we're so different because the second I, I, I don't know if I left here more than once. Oh, wow. But I, it is also because I specifically came, I set up at no, the you're office. No, you're making to, a music video. Yeah, I was like filming, editing, all the and like I kind of buckled down to lock myself in here. And I only left one time because I had to go to the bank. That was the only time I left here in the last two and a half days. Well, that's the thing. Being in a relationship. But it is winter. So I was kind of like, I don't care. <laughs> being in a relationship, is, for me, it means you can't be spontaneous. But when I live alone and you're gone, I can. I can be like, oh, I'm actually going to go buy my paintbrushes right now because I don't have to tell anyone where i am <laughs> being alone to me is not being forced to go anywhere and yeah being be, able to like be indoors all the time and not feel guilty yeah and i'm allowed <laughs> to walk her in at like 8 p.m instead of 6 p.m to get reamed out oh so. true i know i literally had to not i had to intentionally like not be messaging like are you walking the dog i know <laughs> and you still managed to message me crazy That's not, like what You'd be like, did you leave out the money for the dog worker? And I was like, yeah, yeah, because I'm like, you never do that. I always take on that responsibility. So I just want that. I thought that was a nice thing. I was okay. Like, wow, yeah. wow. I guess we need more space because we're in a fight. <laughs> no, I just was taking care and helping. <laughs> I thought I was being helpful. No, no, I'm kidding. No, I this is actually the crux. Even in our therapy, it's like where I'm just always, always overthinking and then always saying things. 
in the hopes of being helpful, but it comes off as annoying <laughs> and um, overbearing. Yeah, and I have lots of other crazy things, but we'll leave them to our therapy. Okay, let's start. Okay. Oh, what did we learn this week? So yeah, I was reading a book, and then so yeah, I always think about how we say that. Should so, I not yeah. say that? Well. It's just so hard to start talking without something like that. Doing a podcast is so yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Ew. Wow. I hate myself more and more every day. Um, and you then I was like, wait, isn't there supposed to be two spaces after a period, which is what I was taught as a kid. Every time you do a period, you mean you're supposed typing? to leave two spaces before you start the next sentence. That's what I was taught. <laughs> that does not exist anymore. Google it. It stopped in the 1950s. Officially stopped because of Microsoft Word in the 90s. But why was I taught that? And then Do you were know you why? not taught that? I I remember my mom teaching me that. I don't know if I was properly taught it in like typing class. I remember when we got... Did this happen to you? We In like grade five or six, we got these little mini computers. They weren't real real, but they like were specifically designed to help young kids teach because like computers weren't that accessible back then. Did you have something like this? To help and young kids teach? Sorry, to help young kids learn how to type. That oh, I obviously okay. just fully said the wrong okay, thing. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, so we all so that everybody could have one. Like back in the day, we couldn't all have laptops that didn't even exist at the point. And they weren't gonna have like twenty or thirty desktop computers. No, I've never heard of this. Really? They uh, had you were from a small town and in a Catholic school, you're goddamn Amish at this point. I was in Toronto. I was typing <laughs> on a Mac computer from day no one. No way friend. in high school <laughs> or grade school. I mean grade six. I'm like in high school I certainly oh, was. Yeah. In grade six I was waltzing my ass to the computer lab, that's for sure. In grade six you have a computer the lab. T- the Toronto District School Board publicly funded Chef's kiss of an education. Yeah, right. That's called rich neighborhood. Are you are you kidding? That's <laughs> not how the TDSB not works. Every school in Toronto no, in grade six had computers. Because you were That's from crazy. a small town where you were going to a barn <laughs> to learn arithmetic, and it was a Catholic school, so <laughs> the, they were yeah. Okay, what? I did not. I grew up in a small city. First of all, okay. What was the population? You told me that one hundred hay was constantly blowing by. <laughs> you're lying. You told me. Like, okay, you're right. I went to school in a small city I, I lived in a small town of like a thousand or a few like some number of hundreds but I went to school in Guelph which the big smoke of Guelph <laughs> no okay well I'm sure there are people out there who can relate and remember getting these little mini fake like toy computers that would teach you how to type and they would show you where your fingers go yeah. and which fingers type on which things. Okay. And I remember those lessons. And I can't remember if we were taught then to do double space. But your mom taught you but double my space. My mom for sure was like, you have to double space. I know. So apparently it's because your mom was probably getting the, the 1950s. Like, yeah, the hand-me-down <laughs> from the 50s. And I was taught that as a kid. I don't know when I decided to stop. I bet it was when Microsoft Word was like, error, 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 one space, <laughs> one space, one space. It doesn't say that. <laughs> It did. Like, it used to underline it red and be like one space. Like, it, they decided uh, that was the whole point of what I learned is that they were like, this is actually pointless. My assumption is it has something to do with typewriters and that maybe if you didn't double space, you might accidentally, like, no, I think print it's like, over the. I think it's like when typing came around. This is just made up at this point. But when I think when typing just, came around, this they were is like, our podcast. We just make things up now. Well, they were like, when we're writing with our quill on paper. I'm noticing in every new sentence there is a little bit more space naturally. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's worth two of these space bars 
is what I think. They just made it up. There was a point. Yeah, it start, It triggers me to see double space. I can tell. Like, I, I feel like I adopted the single space very early on. I was an early adopter, as they say. <laughs> yeah, well, because it is like, why would you ever? I'm just happy that we've gotten to that place as a society where yes. there's one space after a period. And if you're Gen Z and you're young enough, you're going to be like, what are these old people talking about? And just just you're lucky because back in the day we had to hit that space bar twice however know what is interesting and sort of meta is now on a phone if you hit space twice you get a period what you do yeah at least on well i just let me check on my android it always used to be that way like i'm gonna text you right now and say hey how's it going whoa space space gives you a period whoa and then it moves over oh that's it's just like a faster way to like have a period and then move you do the type of typing where you don't take your thumb off and you just slide around yeah and uh, because i recently switched to iphone biggest mistake of my life um i will be going back when this phone is aged wow really 100 percent. at this point if i had to buy a new phone today i would 100 percent switch away from an iphone whoa Um, people listening are pissed Um, but the iPhone now does have the swipe text, but it is so much worse than the Android one. But yeah, I, I always doesn't swipe have with to get finger. to know you slowly, but it's always putting the weirdest word. Like I'll, I don't know. I, sometimes I'm just like, why would I ever write the other day? It put like Pocahontas. And I was like, I was not writing anything close to that. <laughs> okay. Well, like, <laughs> Fully. Disney and uh, Apple are in cahoots. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I've, this has been a side okay, your turn. and a half. Yeah, that was um, side now. Okay. You're going to love my little, um, what'd you learn this week? Is it's it about, that marijuana before bed helps? No, actually. Damn in it. fact, I'm pretty sure there's been studies coming out being like, oh yeah, marijuana is really bad for your sleep. I know. Um, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> that, well, what else could it be? Bath before bed? No. Can you one more guess and then you're out? Um, <laughs> What's something else you do that might be good for your sleep? That you do, you're gonna be happy when I reveal this. Um, oh my, read. No, okay. God so damn it. They what? had a study on sleeping masks. Be white and listen to <laughs> okay. oh sleeping masks. Yes. Uh, this. I just figured this is like so fun because it's a really simple thing that you can do to improve your sleep. Basically. When people wear eye masks to bed, it improves memory encoding and improves alertness the next day because ambient light, whether that be from like early sunlight or say um, street lights coming into your room or even electronics in your room affects your sleep quality. And so they realized obviously like that can be an amazing tool when you want to wake up, like light helps you wake up. Having the sunlight come in the morning can be really good. But if you're not in sync with that, it's going to like mess up your sleep cycle. And so they basically had participants like try all these different varieties. It was two different studies. And when they were wearing the masks, they performed better on all these tests. Yeah. Okay. I think I only started wearing a sleep mask. I don't know when the last I year, become probably. a goddamn prince, <laughs> but it was the last year. Absolutely life changing. I never wake up. I just don't Tired. wake up. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> no, wake up. You no, actually don't wake no, up. No, exactly. <laughs> I used to always wake up. I'd always be up before Mitch making the coffee starting my day. Now I'm just like, would you always be up before me before? Seriously, yes. Because now I, I just—it's just been up. so long that I'm like, oh yeah, you always sleep like two hours. Because I'm just me. like, I'm not gonna set an alarm. I'm gonna put on this mask, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm waking up like, whoa, you can sleep so long because yeah, there's no light coming in. 
and we live in Toronto, and I can't wait for the summer when the days are long. And it's, it's just an amazing invention. I don't know who invented it, but mm-hmm. so it's like the classic sleep test where like they performed better on word pairing associations, they reacted faster on psychomotor vigilance tests, those kind of things that you know they are always associated with sleep. But I also have earplugs. I cover every single hole. Yeah, you do. Earplugs in, mouth guard in, mask yeah. on. Boom! My whole skull and white is noise just like, too sometimes. Yeah. And and if I if I can have white noise, but Mitch thinks it's like offensive. I'm like it's a beautiful noise. <laughs> it's so loud when you do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Something that was interesting is in their self reports, like the participants would rate their own sleep, rate the how alert they felt. It didn't seem to affect them. Like it was the same with or without, but it was in all these actual <laughs> like tests is where they could see there was actually a difference. Yeah. So, I, don't... I mean, I'm sure maybe like chronically, if you were to do it, you might actually feel objectively better but no. it was interesting that they weren't necessarily waking up going I feel so much more like alert but I am really sensitive to the light and yeah I, why aren't you wearing why don't you wear I usually put one masks, in the morning but, but why don't you just wear it all night because I find it uncomfortable like I guess uh, I just have to get used to it like yeah. I also wear a mouth guard and that took a while to get used to having it all night um, so I feel like I just have to start the night. We're a really sexy it. bunch in bed. Just like <laughs> mouth guarded up. Yeah, I used to have a CPAP machine. Yeah, too. just I like get up on that. Um, yeah. Oh, and the science behind it is it was associated with a longer, <laughs> slow. Like, oh, the science behind it is it's dark. <laughs> yeah, that. But in the brain, there's longer, slow wave sleep time. So low wave activity restores the brain's ability to encode new information. That's their hypothesis what they believe in so now they're like let's actually test the brain in these moments but that's what they think Ugh. so honestly like a very simple mechanism to improve your sleep a little bit yeah buy a sleep mask i have a silk one that's you know very i hate to say it but it is gay <laughs> and uh, i'm gay i can say that for anyone listening. <laughs> imagine just like full homophobic i just gay ass mask it's what silk did you used to call the smell of your mask like greg has what? never washed his masks either by the way oh it smells like mm, rotting oatmeal or you'd be like smell my Beef mask. Oh, oh! You know how the the meme of the girl is like. Oh, I yeah. like beef. Smell like beef. I'd be like, it smells like beef. That's why I say <laughs> it smells like. Beef. And it would. It, yeah. So yeah, maybe people should wash them. Yeah. Um, I don't. But this the silk one will stick to your face and like as you sweat and you feel like peel it off. Ew. So it's kind of like no, I don't like that one. I have one that's more like sweatpant material. I like that one. Yeah. But I'm lazy, so if I can't find it, even though it might be like right under my bed. It I'm takes like, an adjustment, though. But it is, yeah, I usually put them on in the morning, and I do notice it is, I can sleep longer. Otherwise, I wake up no matter what when the sun comes up, even if I went to bed really late. Yeah. Because we sadly don't have blackout blinds, or like our room gets so bright immediately. Our life's really hard. It's really hard. hard. It's really hard really, we don't need I don't want to dwell on our really hard lives, so maybe we can take a break okay. and come back for the <laughs> main stuff. The main. Course? Is that what people say? Kick, kick, kick. Oh my Jesus. Wow. Someone isn't getting enough sleep. It's Friday when we're recording this, and Mitch and I love to wind down with a bottle of wine. The thing is that we don't really know what to do when it comes to buying wine. Today's podcast is brought to you by the hardcore wine people at Last Bottle Wine. So so if you haven't heard about these guys, they're a Napa Valley-based online wine shop, but with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, often in hours. So new day, new wine, 
always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off the retail price. They taste through hundreds of wine each month to find you only the best, most exciting bottles. The best part, there's no subscription, no fees, no minimum purchase, etc. Just a daily email with a really great wine. So we're offering SideNote listeners 10% off your next order with the code SideNote. So sign up at lastbottlewines.com to find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy killer wine. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. When we're recording this, it's dark out. It's gray out. The weather in Toronto is awful. It is affecting my mental health. And I really feel it's at times like these that it's important that I'm going to therapy and have a therapist. Therapy can help you learn to cope with different things going on in your life, even just seasonal affective disorder, even just feeling down in these winter months trying to figure out what is going on. It is important to talk to someone. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists easily anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash side note. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. So. Mushroom computers. Yeah, we're getting out of our goddamn wheelhouse today because <laughs> we're going to be talking about binary code. It's like, and what? when you first pitched this, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I it's confusing. To well, be honest, that's why I was like, that's, I don't know. Sometimes when it comes to like computing and quantum physics or mechanics or anything like computing i get overwhelmed but it is very interesting i just want to say this out front hopefully so that you stick around if you also find this topic overwhelming no i disagree i think quantum mechanics you think it's not no (laughs) no i'm saying i think quantum mechanics and quantum physics is like the most interesting coolest thing in the world i think computing is where i'm like i go cross-eyed and it's really confusing okay all interesting obviously but like i don't I don't think people think quantum physics is boring. I think most people are like, this I didn't is the say boring. I said overwhelming and just like oh, difficult yes. when I'm like, I feel stupid researching it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's all. But I also find sort of like the future of technology to be an interesting conversation. Sometimes I think it's like, I don't know if like, what's the right term? Like sometimes I'm cynical and I'm like, this is also stupid and meaningless. Like what's the point? Um, but then other times I'm like, no, actually it's really exciting. Like not, not that I'm talking about like what's the next round going to be, but just, it's cool to think about what the world might look like in 20 years in terms of technology. Yeah. Well, this is just essentially talking about computers that might leave binary code of zeros and ones. 
which, yeah, don't ask us what that even means. But all computers are based around the concept of like binary code, but quantum computing and mushroom computing are trying to get away from that. And then in theory can process way more information, information more quickly and potentially solve things like climate change by like making lithium batteries work better or like creating new substances that can create like ammonia out of nowhere or like a COVID vaccine could be made like in days because you just like actually process information so much quicker is the Mm. reason why like your governments and Google are spending like millions and billions of dollars on quantum computing even though it doesn't really like exist yet or work can i go on a little bit of a side note because you were talking about like you know like cracking a code right like a lot of times computers are going running algorithms to figure things out or to run um what do you say like uh, what's it called when you like run a I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, you're up a, f- up a creek uh, without a paddle on this does one. This. You know what I'm talking about. When I don't. computer like runs a simulation. That's the word. Okay. Simu- okay. okay. Um, so I'll try and make this a short side note, but I was talking to someone recently who is like a, um, a legal, like a, what is it called when you're like a crown prosecutor? You know who I'm talking about. It's somebody that we met recently. Um, basically they were explaining to me that in a case where like they're prosecuting somebody and they need access to their phone, for example, I know this is like sort of obvious in a way, but he was like, obviously the person, if they're like worried about being guilty or like they don't want to give over their passwords to their things, he's like, literally they will have to start computers that are just like running every single like combination of passwords to try and crack open their devices. And he's like, so sometimes that can just like take forever until we're actually able to like get into their phone and like look at their stuff. It, you know, like they have oh. a warrant to do this. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's cool. But also I'm like, who is this? I didn't know who you're talking about. When we were at the wedding. Um, oh, there was a like his cousin. Yeah. prosecutor there? Yeah, from Canada. Oh my God. We can talk about it later. God, I'm not like, I nothing secret. I just don't want to like, I like say people's identities That's on this so show. That's so cool though. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, no, it was like really fascinating. And I thought that was so interesting. And it made me think about, you know, he's going to hopefully be like, yeah, mushroom computers. Cause they'll probably crack that code faster. I think it's going to be the quantum <laughs> ones, but yeah. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> That's the idea around this is that quantum computing, if it goes ahead the way that they think it could, that means that essentially all your texts and all your information is encrypted in a way to be safe online that a quantum computer could like crack it like so quickly. That's why these countries and there's like, you know, the classic like China versus America, who's going to get there first? Cause whoever does could essentially like breach all the classified information mm-hmm. like easily. Right. So that's like the risk around quantum computing is that right. if these computers actually do what they're supposed to do and, do what people think they could do, then you have to rebuild all the systems from scratch to be safe again. Yeah, but just pre- yeah, presu- and that is what is always happening, though, right? It is it's like it literally mimics evolution. It's like when one security gets better, then like a hacker's abilities have to increase, and then when the hacker's abilities increase, security has to get better. And in evolution, you see animals that like get better defenses, and yeah. then better other animals that get better offensives. And then it's just like so weird that it has to do with zeros and ones in math. Yeah. But okay, classical computers use bits, which take the values of zero and one. Again, I go cross-eyed fall over. But today we see problems with binaries. Like zero and one represent the traditional approach, but like most dynamics in the real world are capt- aren't captured like through that system. Like it's not a very like intelligent way to, for example, mimic biological pathways by mm-hmm. using these like things. So quantum computing 
could be better at simulating like molecules and real life problems mm-hmm. because quantum computers use qubits, which can take the value. Can you spell that? Qubits? Q- like C- Q-U-B-I-T-S. Cute. Okay. Quantum. Cute Q-U. with a Q. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because of quantum. Yeah. Okay. So they can take the value of zero or one and also a complex combination of zero and one at the same time. I know, 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 I know. Okay, so like whatever that means, okay, so it just means they can do more. Okay, so it's kind of crazy because like the coolest thing about physics and why I'm obsessed with it, even though it is the hardest course when I think about my physics classes, I did cry in the exam, is that like they can study this and they can build theories, but like they don't know what's going on. For sure. We're still in such a place where there's so much to know about physics. But you can still talk about it and be like, this is what's happening. Right. But we don't quite actually know why it's happening. Yeah. Because when you you start to hear about this stuff, you're going to be like, they're lying. It's magic. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So so quantum mechanics is the study of matter and its interactions with energy, but on the scale of atomic and subatomic particles. So like you exist in the macroscopic world where you're touching like a sofa and like you can see it and mm-hmm. things are big. Like we're talking small ass particles, subatomic particles. Like like the smallest constituents of atoms, basically. Yeah, and they live in like the quantum scaled world where we're building all these like models around them. So okay. it's it's smaller than atoms. We're talking Isn't that about electrons. Crazy? Like yeah, no, smaller sorry, than atoms. I'm just saying atoms are mo- big. Most people's reference point is like the atom, which I'm pretty sure it comes from a Latin word, which means like indivisible. So irony, but yeah, um, you know, we keep realizing like there's smaller and smaller and smaller things. And that is also partially related. Like if you heard of like the Higgs boson, it's yes. like a really tiny thing that they spent so much time trying to prove was actually <laughs> real by smashing other particles into each other. To, and they've only could like see it for a flash of a second, but then they were like, it's there. Yeah, they know. <laughs> That's what's cool. They have all these like calculations and they can figure it out based on like the laws of nature, but they can't measure it, which is also so freaking cool. And this is where you're going to start being like, you're lying, but we're not. <laughs> but electrons behave like particles and like waves, like mm-hmm. wavelengths. And mm-hmm. that's something you learn kind of in grade nine and 10 biology. When, I remember one of the first times I was like, you lost me, sir. And then like, they, you know, it's like, it truly changed my whole life. I remember exactly where I was when I found an electron was a particle in a wave. And I was actually like, I'm going to be into this for the rest of my life. Because in other classes, they're like, I don't know. Was Romeo in a good mood? And you're like, this is dumb. But then when you go there, they're like, yeah. hey, we're going to actually tell you that. And we're going to like show you experiments that prove it. That prove it. And then and and blow it, your mind and, and you're make like, you seem like it's impossible. And yet. Here's the evidence. Yeah, and you're like, wait, I'm actually learning about how the goddamn world works in this class. Okay, maybe this is maybe the coolest one. Okay, anyways. Um, (laughs) Every like art student's slamming their fucking. Well, I also have an art degree, which I do. I think it's important to understand that there are there's well, there's two sides to every coin, but there's lots of sides to a dice. And all I mean by that is you can explore and experience and learn about the world through all different facets. And science is one of them, and physics is one of them, but art is a beautiful way consciously and socially to explore the world, I think. Yes. And I, in am, defense of art, I'm going on a side note. Cause I walked by OCAD cause I was buying my paintbrushes yesterday where all the art students go in Toronto. And I was like, yeah, everyone here looks cool. You know, <laughs> you walked by the STEM building and it's like, 
you don't look cool. So there's like, you know, there's like, it's like some, these people are, they know something. They're reading something. They're, they, they have a vibe. Know what you can't study with quantum physics? Vibes. Okay. <laughs> One day. <laughs> so Vibrations though, on the other hand. That's true. <laughs> so is the that thing what a vibe is based off? Wow. He's got a cool vibration. Yeah. That's actually a cooler way to say it. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to electrons. So they behave like <laughs> particles in like waves but the issue is all about like when you measure things oh god okay so when you measure I'm gonna say like no matter what you're gonna say say it slow because okay. i'm already like focusing so hard okay okay, like, okay okay just for everyone especially because i can see you but for people who can't like we gotta go slow here okay so quantum mechanics okay it's faster than that <laughs> prior to measuring something you describe the states of say an electron based on probabilities okay. but the second that you measure it you it's no longer existing as a probability and it is like essentially like solidified in a place and it is no longer existing the way it was before you measured it and okay. so that is just like a fundamental law of nature which is very confusing it's yes. schrodinger's cat like you've heard of that before right. it's like that's before you look at the cat it is in both a state of alive and dead yes and, and it, once you look at it that's where that like collapses mm -hmm. on itself into an actual result yes and it's it's just it's just hard to grasp and to accept that reality is based on these like things but this is again on a level that's so small the quantum level and we're still learning so much quantum entanglement is this crazy concept that like an example is like you and your friend flip two entangled quarters. Okay. So without looking at the results, the outcome of the coin flips will be determined only when you look at the coins. And it's like, if you inspect your quarter and it comes at heads, your friend's quarter will automatically be tails. You're topic. Okay. This is like a metaphor. A okay. I yeah. think obviously that's not true, but in, if this was a quantum, if it was a quantumly world, entangled okay. coin, they and that, are equal and opposite in that way. And people think that the result of like you looking at the coin, for example, and the other person's being tails and yours being head travels faster than light. And yeah, it could right. be as far away in the right? universe. It yeah. could be like the entangled particle is like on the moon. You're on earth. You look at yours. It has immediately the one on the moon's tails. I love though that you're like as far, far away in the universe and then you're like the moon <laughs> well i didn't want to like i don't know be like i don't know like galaxy x12 like that doesn't even matter i don't even know if that exists and it holds true no matter how far away each of these things are and it's kind of like okay what the hell and like mm. people don't really know why and it was like there was through all this math einstein literally was like i think this is happening i don't know it couldn't be that doesn't make sense in reality and then like all these truly crazy People who've been considered crazy recently, people are like, okay, there are these things called quantum entanglement and it's okay. like so freaking weird. So anyways, quantum computing, it's like, you know how there's like, there's like zeros and ones, as I was saying, like, and they're binary code. Yeah. It is like, there's a world where like the zero and one, they can exist on a variation between those okay. until they're actually like studied. Okay. But it's like, you can essentially work within the quantum realm of things to then process information in different ways. So there's like a Google like AI processor called Sycamore, which, okay. So the other thing is superconductivity, okay. which is like essentially that at insanely cold temperatures, resistance to electricity can disappear. 
Right. So in order for quantum computers to use qubits, which can take the value of zero or one or like a combination of both, they need to be in like superconductive states. So like this giant. So the information can transfer really fast because yes. there's so much of it or something? Yes. It's like it has something to do. I don't really know, but they need the electricity to not have the resistance that like normal electricity does yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to do this. So all of this takes place in like a freaking giant cooler. <laughs> Which okay. it, which is why we need helium. Also, like everyone's like, we which need helium. Running out. helium. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good luck if there's no. Oh my god, it's so. It is so. Confusing. So all of this though to like say what? Does okay. So <laughs> it's to say that it's like in that weird world of like when you think about flipping heads or tails. Yeah. That's the binary, right? Like Correct. there's like a head, there's a tail, there's a zero, there's a one. Yeah. If they can work in the world where there's like that like middle space where they haven't measured the thing yet and it's existing as all the things, essentially they can process, they can have, they can build complete the things they'd have to build new hardware, new software, new complete programs that are no longer existing with zero and ones, but are existing with zero ones and everything in between. And for whatever reason, which I cannot explain to you, the processing power of information of that is so large. It becomes this quantum computer that essentially everything a computer can now like we currently do. Mm -hmm. That's really fast. It can do at like exponentially. Okay. Issues are, for example, it can't, these things aren't good at counting to 10. Like there's like, what? there's like obvious things. Yeah. Like why? I, that is Cause like, it's like, I got to count every decimal in between. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cause they're like, we're on the quantum scale. My friend, again, it's just insane. What? Like there's, there's so many reasons why this could be the thing I talked about a few weeks ago with driverless cars where we never get the quantum computer. Got it, yeah. But if you do, everything has changed to the point that they call it, they're now calling it Y2Q as opposed to Y2K. They're like, like it's the, the century of quantum. Like that, that means? they were like, why they were like, Y2K. We knew the date was coming. Y2Q. We have no idea when it's going to happen, but whenever these super like quantum computers start working, everything is going to be messed up. In like that tech. will be the, a bre uh, it could a be a date in where people books. look back to yes. be like that change. They're going to call it Y2Q because Y2K. And then now it's Y2Q for quantum. Like, so Everything is will there like a singularity like that? Like there's a point at which one day it will just work. Okay. Or is so it's like a gradual, so, like we can make it a bit better at each day. Yeah. It can be made a bit better. Like when I, th when you think about like processing information, these things say they go like through a series of um, calculations. Like this is an example, but it's not real, but it's like going through zero to a thousand different like um, algorithms, like, like mm -hmm. or or calculations like really fast right now when it, they're trying to get it to do a thousand it'll make like a bunch of mistakes like three mistakes okay but every time they're getting closer and closer to it no longer making mistakes and then it's like once it starts to do that there will be simpler problems like for example making the medication um like paxlovid for covid that took a long t a lot of computing power and all these different things like they could maybe like give that problem to a quantum computer that could do it once it can get to like a certain amount of like computations without making a mistake. It could do that in like 10 minutes, mm. but it's still at a point where it's making too That's many crazy. mistakes to really give it yeah. like the complex things that would change the world. Like, and there, there is a world where these people are saying it will solve climate change. Like we will figure out what the computer will be able to figure out what to do. It'll be like, 
it will be able to figure out problems like how do we make lithium batteries like 10,000 times more efficient so we don't need to keep mining this much lithium. Right. Or, but didn't you also say that the computing power required so high? Like, won't that also use so much more energy? No, that was helium. It, it's it, there. I was said helium. Mm -hmm. This is lithium. But I'm saying like. No, the, no. But you just said in general that quantum com quantum computing takes so much energy. Right? Oh, yeah. No, but that's it's it's more saying like, OK, we're running out of food. We're running out of phosphorus. How do you make phosphorus synthetically? What, it could like figure these things out oh. that like hopefully according to the law, laws of nature, that's possible. It's about solving problems about efficiency around climate change. It's not about like, or like creating a model of like what happens if we actually right. like put all the like particles in the air and block the sun. Right. You could just run like way more simulations to figure out like better solutions for things. Yes. Ultimately. In theory, according to quantum physicists who like I picture with like hairs everywhere, like and with like notebooks scribbling down things that I'm like, I hope you're right. Yeah. Um, okay. So mushrooms... Similarly, they're studying in like a computer type of way because they have like essentially like axons, like they kind of work the way our nervous system does where there's like spikes and no spikes and they like have action potentials is how they communicate. And they're like, maybe if like the spike is the one and the no spike is the zero, there's ways that we could use the information of mushrooms, which is like a completely different way of look looking at things in order to also have more understanding around biological or complex pathways to build these computers that don't exist in the zero and ones and can have also figure out things in different ways. So they're kind of like, these ones are not nearly as advanced as quantum computing, but it's interesting how people are trying to get away from zeros and ones in binary code to try and essentially tackle the issues and the complexities of our world in like a different technological way. Yeah, that's really cool. I, the only thing that's making me think that's a bit of a side note is actually, I'm not going to go there. Um, no, I think it's really cool. I, it is like a, a little beyond what I understand. And it would be interesting to talk to like somebody who is in the midst of this, but also then you're like, would it also still just be so confusing? Cause sometimes even when I like talk to someone who's like a smart physicist, it really yeah, is like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Well, the entanglement thing when it's just like, there's entangled particles that if you, that exist as both, but once you look at one, mm -hmm. the other one becomes the binary other. I'm like, that isn't like, you can't make that make sense to someone unless they're a quantum physicist who must understand. Yeah. It just sounds and like you're making something even, up. Even like simple, more simple ideas of like the universe is expanding, but not into anything. You know? Yes. Like, Cause yes. everyone kind of goes like, where's the universe yeah. expanding? Like, what is it expanding into? Does it exist as like a sphere that's getting bigger? And then like a really smart physicist is like, well, no, it's just expanding. I know. Everywhere and and, everywhere. They, and <laughs> they obviously can understand that, but you're like, okay, well then I'm just going to go back to eating my sandwich. Cause I'm <laughs> like, there's nothing here for me. Yeah. And there's no way to like visualize. That's like yeah. what I think becomes the hardest when, when you're a really smart person who studies things, you rely on just like math and numbers to describe things that otherwise are nearly impossible to visualize or make metaphors of that accurately depict what and they, is going and, on. And people will still try. Like I remember um, the first time I kind of started to understand quantum mechanics. A, my mom took me to this really cool movie called What the Bleep Do We Know? And I was like, my mom rolls because that movie was like, <laughs> no one was in the theaters and it was like kind of just a fun movie about quantum mechanics that made me obsessed with science. Go watch it and maybe I should watch it again. But it was like, 
in quantum mechanics, like it dictates that particles like assume fixed values only once they're measured. Before that, particles exist in a superposition of many states all at once described by probabilities. And remember when you would like in grade 10 have to look at the visual diagrams of as you add electrons to molecules, they'd have those different um, like, okay, there was the simple rings, which is how it starts, which is so mean to kids where you're like ring one, ring two, and then you yeah. like draw on the electrons and it's like, that's all a lie. <laughs> There's like these other ones where it'd be like X, Y, Z, and it would show you like almost bubbles around yeah. each. And that was like the probability of that was where- grade 10, wasn't it? Again, TDSB Toronto. I don't know what's going on in the Catholic schools. <laughs> oh my god! But like, they would show. Didn't you say you showed up to university and were like, "I was not prepared for this"? <laughs> <laughs> for some of it, yeah, it was like, "Why do all these people know this stuff already?" I was not taught this. Um, okay, and so maybe on day one, when they're like, "Yeah, so all the basics you should have had," and everyone's just nodding their head, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I've never heard these words." Well, in Catholic school, they're like, <laughs> "They're shoveling you into religion course when you could be in the science course." <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so there would be these bubbles. It would be like X. Y, Z axis and it would show like you prob- like almost like the visual probability of where the electron would be. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was the first time I was like, wait, what? We're not talking about rings anymore. You mm. lied to me. <laughs> Second of all, what the hell? And then the teacher being like, and only once that is measured, does that electron es- essentially end up in the space where it is when measured. Mm. And it's like, that's crazy. Prior to it being measured, it is existing as a series of probabilities of where it could be in what's known as a superposition. See, I that's so something insane. that confused me because sometimes I thought I just don't want to sound stupid right now, but I, and someone might be like everything Greg's saying is absolutely yeah because wrong, I thought that but, part of that was because the tools we use to measure the thing impact it. It's like like that sometimes when we're trying to look at a, a very small like whether it's an electron or something smaller, you have to use like light or something to see it. And by using that, you're impacting where it is in order to see it. But, but that could also, that can that still, also be that true. can still be true. But that, that's where I'm getting confused of like, oh wow. So yeah, like the superposition of it be but still, actually being anywhere and ever until you look at it and then it chooses like actually so confusing to me. But, but that's what, what you're saying is still can be true. It's prior to looking at it. Where is it? Mm-hmm. According to calculations, it exists as a series of probabilities. Right. It's and not so that's in a fixed I, position. It's a superposition. I get lost because I'm like, does it, actually exist in all those places or is that just why we can't know but that's why it's called like quantum mechanics and why people are still trying to but they're trying to be like it the crazy part that doesn't make you think it exists in reality is because it's like how can that be Mm -hmm. but they're like according to our calculations it is right and that's why i think this is so fascinating because it's like actually the most fundamentally small reason how everything works like quantum mechanics and physics is actually how everything works on the smallest scale. And it doesn't really register with the reality that we like see with yeah. our eyes. Yeah. At the macro and level. And that's just something you have to accept that like life is unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. I mean, it, it honestly makes me like, it's the coolest shit in the world. That is a weird thing. You have to come to terms with that. Like things at our scale 
because you just kind of think everything's relative. Like if you blow things up huge or if you shrink things down small, they follow yeah. the same like laws and a lot of things just fall apart. That's yeah. like where the line of quantum is where like it doesn't actually follow the same laws of quote unquote nature anymore that it's, we would yes, know at yes, the, our regular yes. like scale. Well, it's so it's also frustrating when you're taught like everyone's taught the periodic table with the rings and the electrons. Like you start mm. simple, yeah. and it is annoying that eventually it's like kidding. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it would be really cool if you zoomed in and there was like this little thing that you could see that was spinning <laughs> with like a little electron. Even the way they show it going like right. around the yeah. atom, I'm like, oh, that actually makes sense. That's yeah. cool. But it's like that's just how you have to start people's knowledge of this like incredibly complicated and fascinating stuff that is the most important stuff in the world in like yeah. some senses. So the issues with like what this computers could do if they can figure this out is that like bank transactions, text messaging is protected by cryptographic keys that conventional computers would take years to decipher, but a quantum computer could crack them in less than like a day. Mm. So you can essentially crack into like that guy or that prosecutor would yeah. get into that phone real quick. <laughs> And so it just changes everything. It changes like cybersecurity, all the th weird things people talk about all the time. Yeah. It's part of the reason why like these companies are spending so much money on something, which as we just discussed theoretically doesn't even like make that much sense because the actual outcomes of this could be so big on like, yeah, just change. It's just like a seismic shift in technology. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my brain's melting. I don't know if I'm just like, having an off day or like I just I'm like oh my god this is I don't know what to say you know well I feel like that I just feel like stupid or I'm just tired no no I also think it's just like it's not really fathomable for people like us we can't understand it we just yeah. have to understand it through weird ass metaphors and information I think it's challenging too because I want to have somebody who like not that you are not uh, like you're not an expert no but, i'm not an expert uh, so i don't want to just like keep posing more and more questions to you because i'm like well we don't know the answers yeah, 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 yeah. that it would be interesting to have somebody who like could confidently say like yes i know so much about this that i could at least tell you when i don't know the answer yeah when i do so but that we could just be me, like just say no no it's, i don't have any specific questions mm. but i just sort of feel like my brain's all over the place and i just want to ask things but I, then yeah. I'm like I don't know I don't want you to feel like you're having to make up answers or no no but I wouldn't I would just be like I don't know um I don't even know if the thing I brought is that interesting I can probably say it in like 10 seconds but it's about mushrooms and computers yeah, no no I can <laughs> go off um so it's just like another interesting way that mushrooms are now being proposed to integrate with computers and that is for sustainability. So it's like usually electronic circuits are made of like they have to be in a substrate that's usually made of like plastic polymers. And so um, that ends up producing so much waste when like a microchip like or a, a circuit has to be huh. thrown out at the end of its yeah. life. And it says it's like contributes to 50 million tons of electronic waste per year. So in this new research that I came across from, I think 2022, um, they dried out skin from mushrooms, Ganoderma lucidum. One of my faves. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to act as that substrate where all like the electronics would go on basically. Hmm. Um, typically it just grows on decaying wood. And so they found like when it's dried out, it's super flexible. It's a good insulator. It can withstand temperatures of more than 200 degrees Celsius and has a pretty similar thickness to that of a sheet of paper. And so it like fits the <laughs> bill for those plastic substrates. I mean, substrates. Sense, yeah. um, and it says it could last for hundreds of years if kept away from UV and light, but it decomposes in two weeks in soil. So <laughs> they're like, don't go work can, in a park. 
with your laptop. No, no, it's not that. I mean, it's oh. just saying like it's so that when they dispose of it, it would break down Imagine in a good way. No, you're like, I got my new um, mushroom mat <laughs> computer. You go to, you like put it down on the grass. Get some dirt. You're like, come um, the bottom decompose. Um, and so they conduct as just as well, and it says it remains effective even after bending more than 2000 times. So they're just proposing like this could be a great alternative to the amount of waste we produce from like this oh, plastic cool. on circuits b- coming from mushrooms. Yeah. The thing I was reading about too was like um, slime mold computers, like essentially slime molds are intelligent in the sat in the sense that they can slime molds are not mushrooms, by the way, even though the last of us wants you to think they are, <laughs> but, um, but they are a form of fungus. Yeah. Right? They, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they're, the last of us mushrooms. Are, well, me, you said me like about to say something so cr- aren't real. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we know it. Like anyways. we already talked about this. It was yeah. just how like the yeah slime mold is what the intro looks more like. Yes. But yes. they're talking about something else yeah. in the show that doesn't like track with that. Um, but they're intelligent in the sense that they can find the shortest path through a maze without programmers giving any instructions or parameters. And so they've like, they think that slime molds could be better like slime mold computing could be better at like figuring out like traffic issues hmm. and things that other computers aren't that good at. Also, um, like the idea of a mushroom computer is called like wetware where it's like you use like biological and chemical pro- even quantum mechanical systems are a form of wetware in the sense that it's based in like biology and nature the computers rather than hardware and software, which is like what we've made up. Mm. It's almost like synthetic versus like natural. Yeah. Okay. And weirdly quantum is kind of natural because it's really, ba- it's basing around like the nature, the laws of nature, the way we, but they're like them. still using like hardware, aren't they? Yes. Yes. But the actual like concept isn't just like a made up thing that they did with zeros and ones. It's like based around, but okay, this is what I was going to bring up earlier and I'm going to try and make it short. It will be, but I'm just like, cause that zero and one philosophy yeah. also runs through a lot of like spiritual philosophy of how like what? everything has an equal and opposite and that it's like kind of natural for there to be like these two sides of everything. Like, I don't know, like, like there's night and day there's like to in order to experience yeah. happiness there has to be sadness like you everything has a binary doesn't mean like life is made of binaries but that like in order to see something in the foreground you have to have a background like those two things there's always this like yin and yang except like, we don't believe in gender binaries on this podcast Kidding. No, it's not about, it's not like, I'm not even saying that. It's just how like, but what do you mean? Like from a philosophical perspective? Yeah. Like the idea of yin and yang is like everything is like a complete form of like one thing. They're all in is a that philosophical, what zero and one is? I guess in a it way, it's not like, it's not literally that, but it kind of mimics that. And I think at least, but I may just be thinking on like a level that's not like actually related to what it actually is. But I just, there's something about, Maybe I just don't understand the quantum part well enough but to see what, where that it makes fits you into feel that philosophy. Like, that makes you feel like it's it's breaking that somehow or something. Yeah, or that I don't know. I don't know. I guess like the in my mind, it's more understandable that things can be broken down into kind of like on and off. Yes, like and a combination yes no. of on and off, yes, right? Yeah, because yeah, even yeah. even like totally. sound is a combination 
of sound and silence. It's like literally things yeah, like and energy and, and energy is and a peaks, wavelength, right? So up it's like and up and down, up yeah, and down, on yeah. and off, on and off at different ways into your ear. Yeah, no, that, that ma- computes into sound. That makes sense. Same with light. It's like beams coming on and off, like in a waveform, right? Well, but then there's photons. Yeah, okay, but that's I, a good <laughs> example is light, right? It can behave as a wavelength and a particle depending yeah. on what it's doing and how it's measured. Yeah, but right? when you're looking seeing light, isn't it a wave? Yeah, yeah, but there still are photons. Like there still is like it is maybe like quantum what you're saying is really interesting because it's true. I actually like not that I've ever understood computing at all, but the idea of being like Yes or no. Like One distilling zero, it down like, to the smallest form yeah. of like on or off. On or off. And like then your combinations neurons, like of ons and offs like, is yeah. what so much biology seems to actually be. Yeah. Like exactly. Like neurons, like just turning on and off in crazy yeah. successions can create really complex patterns. Or like sodium going through a sodium ion channel literally is Opening an and closed. Open yeah. and closed, right? Yeah. So, um, it, it, maybe with the quantum stuff, I'm just maybe at a smaller level, it is still kind of doing that just at a way bigger scale. I don't and, know. And that is why it's like, we need to talk to someone who actually knows because it sounds like that is a really like normal instinct to have. And this is where these things are falling apart mm-hmm. is at the quantum level and where there's just so much more information and energy and places to essentially like crack the future of like understanding how physics actually works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause we're now so and it could intelligent be a seismic consciousness shift too. If, yeah. if something like that happens, it might also change the way we think about the world yeah. and the universe and time. And I all think that's things. why everyone's talking about it because it's like, it will change everything mm. just in the same way. Like, a, like there was a time where people were like, there's microorganisms mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. does change everything. Yeah. Spirituality changed. The concept of life changed. Yeah. Religion plummeted. Like these things, like there were, they were like, oh, the plague wasn't a demon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> right. like that is you really the reality see the of life world in a yeah. different, a totally different way. So I feel like cracking these quantum mechanical questions. Yeah, there will be a mm-hmm. fundamental frame shift if it can be articulated to people properly. Right. Which I don't know. I don't even know if I did a very good job. But it was just like I was just reading a bunch of shit about it all week and just like being like. Parts of this are so interesting to me, but they're just words and yeah. metaphors. And like quantum entanglement is at a certain point, I think just a metaphor for even the people studying it. Cause they're just like, we don't know why when we observe something mm-hmm. here, a entangled particle as far away travels fast and like to be the opposite. See, I need to know how they know that. Like how yeah, do they like know it can be on the other side of the yeah, universe? Yeah. <laughs> And the crazy thing is, like, Einstein literally figured out in a math calculation. and then Yeah, was, he's crazy. Man. Yeah, everyone was like, that's, that's insane because that doesn't make And just, sense. like, so long later where they're like, how did he already get all yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Like, Why he, hasn't there been another one yeah, of them? No, I know. And it was, it's like, it's not just, like, the simple ones we all know. It's, like, crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Even stuff that at the time they were like, well, he got that wrong. And now they're yeah. like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have looked at his notes more. It's like, hot take. Do you know Einstein's really smart? <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. We'll keep talking about this because I do now. I just want to keep reading more and more. Someone out there who's a quantum physicist. Yes, we would love to have you on because we want to ask questions. Yeah, I just want to like ramble about it and sound stupid and, and not feel scared to ask dumb questions because then we'll at least get answers. Yeah, that will, like will be helpful. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, don't know, I feel so weird. And sometimes it takes like dumb people like us and like normal people to like ask the questions that make quantum physicists be like, wait, 
oh imagine we cracked help them crack the code no but i mean like sometimes <laughs> it to is, explain it is it. Inter- yeah. like it's so smart to go into like grade three classes and like try and defend your thesis because right. i d- honestly feel like to practice breaking it down in simple terms yeah. to the average person yeah, yeah for sure that's how asap science started was teaching our art friends like mm. why they were getting drunk because they are all dumb third third graders <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay yeah no well, we're gonna talk about this more because i'm obsessed <sighs> but are we ending here yeah and i'm like am i gonna have to buy like a quantum computing book no that's crazy no I'm it's not, gonna not. well it has to be like a cole's notes app. like you know what i mean i'm not gonna crack like I have to figure out where one. Like, and you're right. There's start. so many like because after reading Katie's MacBook, like that's quantum physics, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Talking yeah. about the end of the universe yes. and talking about bosons and like yes, how they yes. like. So there are so many different probably like fields of this that no one. We is need necessary. Katie Mac to write the book about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of it. Okay, sure. thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Purse. Bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.